Um, why hasn't Auburn hired a head football coach yet? Just put me in the parking lot, you know, um, with Bears, and I'll go out there and play. It don't matter. You are Locked On Auburn, your daily podcast on the Auburn Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, welcome on into Locked On Auburn, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. I'm your host, Zach Blackerman. Thank you so much for making Locked On Auburn your first listen every single day. Joining me as he does every Monday, Lindsey Crosby, writer at AuburnDaily.com, also host Locked On MLB Prospects. I guess the big question, Lindsay, that we're going to ask and attempt to answer that every other Auburn fan tuning in or college football fan tuning in today wants to know the answer to is, why doesn't Auburn have a head football coach? Yet, like the biggest storyline and the biggest argument for letting Harson go early in the season or midway through the season like the Tigers did was so you could get an early jump on all of this. Was to say, okay, you get first dibs, you get first crack at it. You've got the best job available. That's what we said on this show. That's what several other SEC-related shows did. And now you look around the landscape of the coaching carousel. Wisconsin has their guy. Um, Arizona State has their guy. Colorado's zeroing in on their guy. And Nebraska so you, you see has their guy. Ne- Nebraska, well done. Yeah, and so it's just like, okay, Auburn was kind of sticking their chest out throughout this whole process, Lindsay. Saying, well, we're the best available job. We're the best, uh, we're the best option. We're gonna get first pick. And yet here we are, the report of Lane Kiffin. It sounds like Auburn put all their eggs in the Lane Kiffin basket, Lindsay. And he said, you know what? I'm gonna stay at Ole Miss. We don't have the full details as to why that happened. It sounds like it has something to do with the buyout within the contract. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll see. That is not a report, that is speculation. But, Lindsay, uh, so I guess the question is, uh, why why doesn't Auburn have a head football coach yet? Yeah, I think it's exactly what you said. We put the eggs in the Lane Kiffin basket, and then the backup plan was Hugh Freeze. Uh, so the eggs go in the Lane Kiffin basket, and from what I understand, there were other coaches that were interested, that we were concerned about the timeline, how long it would take for them to be available once the season ended due to postseason obligations, other things like that. And so we zeroed in and we kind of narrowed it down to Lane Kiffin with Hugh Freeze as the backup plan. Uh, As you mentioned, we go through the worst four days of my life on Twitter, having to deal with Lane Kiffin's tweet notifications before we finally find out that Lane Kiffin is not coming to Auburn. So we pivot and we're like, okay, let's get back into, you know, we have this solid six to use a, you know, who wants to go to prom with us, who asked us Mm -hmm. to prom. And we've been trying to find something better. Let's go over there and talk to let's talk to Hugh Freeze. And the report drops from Pete Thamel of you know, first thing Saturday morning. He goes on game day and's like, yep, Auburn's talking to Hugh Freeze. They're getting deep into discussions, things are happening. And then Hugh Freeze goes up and gets absolutely whooped by a bad New Mexico State team. Sure. And so yeah. you're 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 Plan A is gone, Lane Kiffin. Your plan B, Hugh Freeze, is now, for that and other reasons, off the table as well. And there is a chance that Hugh wasn't plan B. There's a chance he was plan C. I think Lou Fickle was one of the the early options yeah. as well. And then with him going to Wisconsin, I think that kind of messes things up. Yeah, it's just it was one of those, it was a terrible coincidence of getting thinking you had a deal locked in with your guy and Kiffin, and then losing that combined with 
losing your other alternatives, you had narrowed down to other things, like you said, fickle to Wisconsin, and then Hugh Freeze not working out there at the very end. And so, like, what are the odds that you completely strike out on multiple things? I mean, it happens. The unfortunate part that happens is we're the ones who are left at the table holding a bag, trying to give it to somebody, and everybody's already paired off with their dance partners, and we're like, but we have, we have a bag. It's a really big bag. It's a bad look. It's a bad it look, is. and there's no question about it. Um, you'd have to think if they wanted Hugh Freeze, it would have happened yesterday. It would have happened mm-hmm. Sunday. There's no reason to wait anymore. You should have done all this due diligence. And I know, I know Cohen wasn't hired to be AD right when Harson was fired, uh, I, but it was dang close. It was dang close. And so you've had plenty of time, and I know you had to kind of set your feet and kind of understand, you know, the day-to-day stuff, but it was very clear when Cohen was hired, your first task is to find the next head football coach for the Auburn Tigers. And so far through execution or lack thereof, it's not there yet, right? We talked about this time and time and time again, and this wasn't a hot take. This wasn't an original opinion. Everybody was saying this. Speed matters in this decision. And there's so many people on social media and on message boards saying like, you know what? It's okay to wait and find the right guy. Sure, that's fine in a vacuum, but the reality of this is, and the context of it is, is you already had time. You've had plenty of time to find guys. You've had plenty of time to find, you know, target one, target two, target three, target four, target five, and so on. Mm. And so I, I, I think, Lindsay, it's a bad look. And also, there's a slight chance that it's not fair that it's a bad look, right? There's a slight chance that, and we said this before, within 72 hours of the ending of the Iron Bowl. And so, okay, if that's the case, I don't want to be a hypocrite here. Uh, find somebody today. Uh, make, make the announcement today. I don't care who it is at this point. Just get somebody. If you want to promote Carnell Williams, I don't fully get it long-term, but at this point, it's like, Talking to players, like players want Carnell Williams. That's got to have some kind of weight, right? Mm-hmm. As far as running a program, I, I don't know. I just, I just don't know. I, I don't think it has anything to do against Car- Carnell. I think it's just he, he's been a you know he's been a position coach for just a short amount of time. It's tough. So I don't know, man. Like there's a lot of frustration throughout the Auburn fan base, and I want my my gut, the contrarian in me, wants to say, hey, stop, hold on. John Cohen has everything under control. But, Lindsay, I just don't feel like that's true. I don't feel like it's a fair statement right now. The big thing is when you said, like, you know, take your time and make the right hire, the time was the last four weeks. Correct. I mean, we have to be clear that the transfer portal opens for everybody on December 1st, Mm -hmm. this week. And so... December 5th. I'm sorry, 5th, December 5th. And yep. so not having a coach in place, a head coach in place who has had time to start bringing in a staff to recruit that transfer portal is going to hurt next season. Uh, you're already facing a, and, and, a and Sorry to cut you off, Lindsay, nope. but there's even a step before that. You've got to convince your kids to stay here. Because they can transfer out now. Right. Yeah, it, it, it's... It's a situation where it's a confluence of things, and it's not directly John Cohen's fault. John Cohen did not deliberately screw this up. But Correct. the fact remains, he is in charge of it, 
and it is not going well, and he has to fix it. And no, he, so, he's like getting said, paid a lot of money, Lindsay, mm-hmm. to be the face, to be the face of this decision, and to be the face of every personnel decision moving forward for the Auburn University uh, athletics program. Yeah, and I don't know. This seems maybe this is anecdotal, but is it just me, yeah. or do the athletic directors that come from like a baseball background or a basketball background struggle with the football hires? Because Alan Green was a baseball guy. And his last hire didn't work out. And so it's it's anecdotal, Maybe. but talking to having talked to some coaches and talked to, you know, agents and things like that, that's something you hear sometimes is that the non-football ADs don't always get it when they're making the hires. But either way, you've got trustees to help you, you've got uh, alums, you've got current players. You have to get this fixed and you have to get it fixed now. And there's a chance that he could not make that hire public yesterday on Sunday because maybe the target was involved in a game Sunday evening. We'll talk about that in just a moment right here on Locked On Auburn. Today's show is brought to you by Upside Inflation. Has us all thinking about ways to cut back. Look, Upside, it's a great app. It's a free app. It helps you not have to worry about these little cutbacks because you get cash back on all kinds of things including dining out, including groceries, including gas. It's a free app. Just download the Upside app. And when you sign up, use promo code LOCKED, L-O-C-K-E-D. You get $5 uh, or more cash back on your first purchase of 10 bucks or more. There's no reason not to do it. And you buy these things. You tell the app you bought it. You take a picture of the receipt. Bloop, and it gets added to your account. So download the free Upside app. Use promo code LOCKED to get $5 or more cash back on your first purchase. Use promo code LOCKED. Also, today's show is brought to you by LinkedIn. There's a lot of stress in hiring people. John Cohen's going through it, as well as many small business owners gearing up for the holiday season. And I want to tell you about our friends at LinkedIn Jobs. They help you find the right people for your team faster and for free. All you have to do is go to linkedin.com slash locked on college. They help you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college. That is linkedin.com slash locked on college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Lindsey Crosby, our guest every Monday here on Locked on Auburn. So the, the latest name to pop up, and I don't know if I'm fully buying this, Lindsey. We're having this conversation because it's a name that keeps popping up over the last few days, and we haven't talked about him on the show. So it's worth it. And also, if we're going to give John Cohen the benefit of the doubt, which I think we both want to do, it would make sense to not have the announcement until today because the Eagles were playing Sunday night. Uh, that game, I think, is happening right now as we record, Lindsay. But Brian Johnson, he is the quarterback's coach for the Philadelphia Eagles, and he has SEC ties. He has Pac-12 ties, and he's also, um, he's also been, obviously, in the NFL. So uh, he played at Utah, and then was Utah's quarterback's coach for a few years, got promoted to offensive coordinator a few years later. Then at Mississippi State from 2014 to 2016. Who else was at Mississippi State at that time, Lindsey? John Cohen. John Cohen. Then he goes to the NFL and um, was with, or I'm sorry, he was at Houston. Uh, was the offensive coordinator quarterback's coach at Houston in 2017. Then with the Florida Gators from 2018 to 2020. And then he is with the Eagles 2021 through last night. So quarterbacks coach for Jalen Hurts, probably going to win MVP. There's a really solid chance he's going to win an MVP. So like that's enticing. 
Um, he's been in the SEC. Trying to sell myself on it. Like, maybe he can recruit. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if there's enough proof in the pudding to know if he can recruit against uh, Alabama and Georgia on a day-to-day basis. But, uh, yeah, Brian Johnson's the newest name that people are throwing out there. Yeah, and started his coaching career very, very young. I mean, 23 years old to become quarterback's coach of a of a D1 program. Uh, yeah, P5 school. Yeah. Wild, wild. Um, I did see something the other day from NFL insider Adam Schefter talking about he expects Brian Johnson to be on interview lists for head coaching jobs in the NFL next year. Uh, you know, once this season's finished, uh, it, that is not a jump that is without precedent. Uh, Andy Reid did the same thing. He was a quarterback's coach and became a head coach, and he is known as a very good play caller, very good offensive mind. And well, let's so, see, McVay did it. Zach Taylor. A lot of the hot shot coaches that you see have come from being a quarterback coach and having that hands-on experience with the guy that that does everything. And so Brian Johnson is in that same group. Uh, he is believed to be on that same track. And so there is an advantage to getting in with him early um, compared to if you were to uh, to, to wait and try to hire him away from an NFL team, there is value to getting in with somebody like him early. Yeah, so we'll see. Um, yeah, I guess the argument is he could go to any high school recruit that plays quarterback and say, look what I do with Jalen Hurts. Like, I'm sure that's part of it. Um, as far as running a program and, and building a program and all that, like, can he do that? I don't know. I don't, don't know, know the answer to that. It's impossible to know. I talked to a... Hmm. I talked to someone that would be very aware of the locker room culture on the Auburn football team. We'll leave it at that. I talked to somebody that would know that. And I asked about Brian Johnson. And without skipping a beat, they were ready for the question. And I wrote about this at AuburnDaily.com. Check that out. It's at the top of the page. But I said, I asked them, all right, Brian Johnson, quarterback's coach for the Eagles. And without skipping a beat, they said very sternly, if you're going to hire someone without head coaching experience, you should hire Carnell Williams. All right. All right. That's fair. And then he followed up. I didn't say anything. He followed up and said, the locker room would not respond well to this hire. Oh, okay. Yeah. Brian Johnson has a lot more college football experience than Cadillac does. But on the surface, it is very easy to have a lot of parallels between Brian Johnson and Cadillac Williams as far as they are both, they played in college. Uh, they played to different levels of success in the NFL. They are young, charismatic, attractive black men who have never been full-time head coaches. There's a lot of mm-hmm. parallels to draw. The difference with Brian Johnson is he does have a lot more uh, experience in college coaching, having been in it now for 12 years or so. Well, technically 10 because he spent two years in the NFL. Um, so, there is, there is nuance to it, but that is a very reasonable take and something that I expect a lot of not only players, but also fans to feel. If you're going to hire somebody without experience, hire Cadillac. Give him the job. Reward him for what he's done and build a, yeah. a, 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 build a, a coaching staff around him. And it's kind of hard for me to argue with that point. It's kind of hard for me to say, yeah, that's a bad idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I. We just heard from the, the, from the get-go Auburn is putting themselves in a situation to make a splash hire. 
And I don't think hiring a quarterback's coach that this fan base and the SEC fan base isn't going to know about with the exception of, I guess, some Mississippi State fans and some Florida, Florida fans. fans. Um, I don't think this moves the needle in a way that Auburn needs to, right? Like, if you're going to move on from Brian Harson, which we all agreed it was time, mm-hmm. but you're, you spent a lot of money to do that. Like, you spent a lot of capital to do that. And I know we say all the time, like, it's not real money. It's not real money. But it's just, I don't get it. Like, what what am I missing here? Like, that that's really what it feels like. It feels like I, I, I'm at the end of a book or I'm at the end of an article and I just, I get to the last paragraph and I keep scrolling down. And it's like the ads at the bottom. And I'm like, where's the rest of it? Like, I, I, I just don't get the full big picture argument for Brian Johnson. It's difficult to convince people that your splash hire is somebody who's not even the first Brian Johnson in Google when you search for Brian Johnson. The singer from ACDC is first. Also, uh, Liver and, King. Liver King's real name is Brian Johnson. Oh, yeah, that guy. I think he's third. You're into that sort but, of thing. Yeah, it's just, it's the whole story here is obviously just the bag has been dropped. And at this point, I don't and, know. And I'm sorry, Lindsay, I'm cutting you off a lot tonight. The yeah. bag has been dropped. You're correct. And if it is Brian Johnson, that is not Brian Johnson's fault. If it is Brian Johnson, I will support Brian Johnson 100%. We will be behind him. We will support him. We will bug. We will bug. But it's one, it's not fair to him. But it's just correct. This program, this, this coaching search has been done wrong. And again, not necessarily John Cohen's fault, but you've got to fix it. And I go back to some of the coaches that you initially discussed it with, some of the big names. And I think part of the reason why this is harder to fill than we thought it was is because Auburn's been shooting for the top of the scale. Auburn Daily reported out about Dan Lanning. I mean, we've heard conversations about Dabo Swinney, like all kinds of, of big name coaches, these big hires, like what you saw last year when you have Brian Kelly come to LSU. I mean, that's the kind of pool Auburn's been playing in. The time frame on something like that does take longer to do, but you've now run through all of your available time. You need to get a hire in place. The portal's open December 5th. That's right. That's right. All right, Lindsay, let's talk about what we think Auburn should do moving forward, what salvages this entire search process, and kind of leaves you feeling good going into the month of December. This week's thrilling moment in college football is brought to you by Nissan. The thrilling designs behind the new lineup of Nissans. They're intended to empower drivers in vehicles as capable as the drivers themselves. When I think of unbelievable abilities on the field for this week's thrilling moment, it has to be Lindsay. I said yesterday, uh, Robbie Ashford's first touchdown run in the Iron Bowl. Mm-hmm. That was electric. That that was really exciting. Daryl then followed up with maybe a one B would be Robbie's touchdown pass to Var which was great. Do you have any other moments from the Iron Bowl that you would add to this? For me, I mean, Ashford's pass was the one. That was the play. Because that was the culmination of everything that we, like the best of Robbie Ashford. He's been been banged up. He's had the AC sprain. He's been hurt. But that was the most beautiful pass he has thrown in Auburn uniform. And it came at the right time. Yeah, I agree with that. 
I agree with that. And you can say the same about VAR, right? It's like he hasn't been on the field as much as we kind of thought he would be, and so he executed in the biggest stage, too. So this segment has been inspired by the thrilling new designs featured across Nissan's new lineup of vehicles. Pursue what thrills you in the all-new Frontier, Armada, or Pathfinder today. Available now at NissanUSA.com. Lindsay, in your mind, are we happy with how the coaching search went? Let's assume they announce Hugh Freeze today. Is the fan base good? Is the fan base satisfied or do they want more? I think there is a very vocal minority of the fan base that is not satisfied with Hugh Freeze. But I think for the majority of fans, you bring in a coach that has proven they can win in the SEC, that has proven they can recruit in the SEC, uh, and you did it within that that unofficial time frame that we set of 72 hours after the Iron Bowl. Sure. If Hugh Freeze is announced on Monday, uh, is it a great look for us to have waffled back and forth on it? Not really. At the end of the day, nobody cares about that. The question is going to be, are we winning games in 2023 and in 2024? And I think he's a coach that will help you accumulate talent and, and scheme you into more wins than you would have gotten with somebody else. All right, another question. If it's Brian Johnson today, how does the fan base react? They're probably Googling and the ACDC guy's page gets a hit from all the clicks. Um, nice. I, I think if it's Brian Johnson, there's a little bit more concern. And the concern is because the coordinator hires are going to be so much more important under Brian Johnson. He had, doesn't have a ton of play calling experience. We don't necessarily know what his offensive style is, what his playbook is, what he's going to do. And so... As well as he hasn't recruited the SEC in a, now a couple of years, and so you know, and at all during NIL and the transfer portal, and so the coordinator hires are a lot more important. But yeah. I think what's more important necessarily than is it Johnson or is it Freeze is is there an announcement on Monday? I think that's the biggest thing that needs to happen. Yeah, if if it doesn't happen on Monday, I start to kind of wonder what's going on. Um, what if it's somebody? that we just haven't talked about, like maybe has a, a big name. I don't think they'll go group of five again unless it's Hugh Freeze, which I think Liberty's actually technically independent. Um, yeah. What if it was a big name like Chip Kelly? How would people respond to that? I think the farther you get away from this Monday target, the bigger the name it has to be. Like if we don't, if we don't get a name until Saturday, but that name is... Dabo Swinney? You're How? like, okay. The name is Dan Lanning. You're like, okay. You had to wait longer, but you got a bigger name. Um, Chip Kelly? There's probably a segment of the fan base that is happy because they remember Chip Kelly as a winner at Oregon who had good offenses. There's probably a segment of the fan base who remembers that that was 10 years ago and questions oh. whether or not the game is passing by. Right. Yeah, uh, I think UCLA is actually okay this year, but they've got a dual. They've, I think, it seems like he finally found a quarterback out there. DTR, yeah, yeah, that guy, that guy's explosive. Um, so Clemson, if you're talking about Dabo, Clemson's Clemson plays North Carolina. I assume this is the ACC championship game. Yes, on uh, on Saturday, it's at night, which doesn't help you. But that's the third, and so if you. We're able to announce it the fourth that morning. 
Maybe it energizes the locker room, guys on under the portal. And is that enough time? I don't know. I think it's it would be such a big hire that it would help you. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just not buying it. I'm just not buying it. You're telling me that we can go get Dabo, but we can't go get all these other guys? Like, <laughs> I just, I have a real hard time <laughs> buying it. But boy, it would be incredible. And I think part of the issue has been trying to match up the coach and the money. And I'm not saying this is correct, but th- th- this is speculation on my part. But okay. this is, you've gone to different coaches. And look at how Auburn handled the AD search. You had narrowed it down to some G5 guys that you liked in Nunez and Hartwell. And then before you made the official offers to either one of them, they kind of trolled through the Power Five to see if they could get a big name with some big bucks. And they got John Cohen. So that same logic it's possible they've gone around to some of the power five to some existing coaches, but the coaches wanted more money than we were offering. Does Auburn now, if you don't have an announcement on Monday, does Auburn go back to some of those same coaches and come closer to their money number? Do you go back to Dan Lanning or to Dabo or to whoever it may have been and say, hey, we offered you know, eight, you wanted 10, We'll give you nine, nine and a half. Do we go back and do that now? I don't yeah, know. The, the interesting part of this is like, at what point? Because you got to think with Hugh Freeze, it's not about money. Yeah. Um, I just don't get the vibe. It's about money for Auburn. Like if we're talking about a difference of like two hundred grand. Like I, I just don't think that's really going to be what separates it. So like I don't, <laughs> I don't know. It's a weird situation. We'll have you covered every single step of the way here on Locked On Auburn. Lindsay, where can people check out everything you've got going on? I'm on Twitter at Crosby Baseball. My show, Locked on MLB Prospects, is available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. You can find all of the writing at auburndaily.com and the merch at aushirts.com. You can find all of my written work at auburndaily.com as well. We'll see you tomorrow right here on Locked on Auburn.